Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, it's good to be here. I'm very busy wiping off the statistics <laughs> of the weather. Off? The weather stats. Right, okay. What did you think I'd be wiping off? I don't know that you spilled I did, I something. Did, I did spill a fair bit of my water today all over the joint. Yeah, I thought you'd just been dribbling. Another big show. I tell you what I enjoyed. I actually quite enjoyed talking to Forty about Matthew Perry. I think clearly Forty's got an insight to that sort of thing, given that he's Australia's number one entertainment reporter. But just an insight to Matthew Perry and the struggles he had with addiction. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really, really sad news to hear that he has has passed away. He's only fifty four. It's it's far too young. Far yeah, too young. I think that Chandler, the character, and all of the friends. You know, the people on the Friends show have, have had quite an impact on a lot of us. Oh, absolutely. It was it was one of those shows that I think, regardless of your age, whether you're 30 or like me, 40 or even 60. Or 15. Yeah, or 15. People know about it still. Yeah. My nephew, who's 21, literally went back and watched all 10 seasons. Yep. It's, and it, it probably hasn't aged overly well, but that's what happens as time goes by. We get more progressive as a society and we become, yeah. become more patient, but... He clearly was one of those characters on Friends and one of those characters in life that struggled with addiction on the show and struggled on with addiction outside of the show. It was he, he was a brilliant man and uh, happy that he was able to find sobriety in the later moments of his life, but unfortunately is now no longer with us. Yeah, absolutely. Any of our listeners that have issues with alcoholism or would like drug and alcohol support, you can contact 1-800-250-015. Or findhelptas.org.au. We also spoke with Anne Beach, the CEO of Macquarie Point Development Corporation, as to what the plan is for all things Macquarie Point. Here's what you missed. Here's what you missed. Uh, uh, We did it together. Ready? One, two. You're not doing it with me? Okay. Here's what you you missed. (laughs) (laughs) We're live on the listener app right across Tassie and on FM 107.3 in Hobart. It's Triple M Breakfast for IGA, where the locals matter. Producer Rhea in with Tubes on this fine Monday morning. Morning, Tubes. It is a fine Monday morning. Good morning, Rhea. Good morning, Tasmania. Good morning, Hobart. A beautiful weekend in the end. Wasn't yesterday a superb day? It was superb. Saturday night was a little... Wild though. Oh, did you get crazy? Wasn't... Oh, I did. I did mean weather-wise. Oh, <laughs> bored on Saturday night. Oh, I thought you meant wild for Rhea outside of work. Well, it did. It was a little wild in as far as Rhea's weekends go. <laughs> I'll oh. tell you about that a little bit later. Of course, of course. Didn't end well. How was your weekend? Oh, fantastic! They're always yeah. good, aren't they? Yeah. I did work. I not for Triple M. I did work at the cricket on the weekend, oh, which is fantastic. So. Going to go into that result. If you haven't seen it, it's incredible. We'll go mm-hmm. into that a little after 7 o'clock. But plenty on the show today, including the new Mac Point CEO coming yes. into the studio to answer your questions. And a massive announcement for massive. This is I'm really excited about this, Tubes. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. A big reveal happening a little later in the show. But all that and more coming up here on Triple M. I can't wait to tell you, Hobart, what we've got. And it involves you, Hobart. There's been a few suggestions on our Facebook page as to what it might be. And you're close, 
but not quite. Well, Tony in Moona mm-hmm. has said a full body wax for tubes. No. I would like to see that. No way. No one wants to see that. Not the after result, but you in pain. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> idea, Tony. Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom joins us live in the studio. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. What's making news? Well, the new... We've got kind of some developments in the Greenpoint Medical Centre um, drama. So that was that GP in Bridgewater. The operator said they were going to close it down um, for commercial reasons. Right. And it's got about 8,000 patients. So it looks like after a bit of a rally at the weekend that they will get a new provider in the next couple of weeks being announced, which means someone else will take it over, hopefully keep it open for as long as possible. 8,000 patients is a lot of patients. It's a lot of people. And I know that... People everywhere across Tasmania need consistent GP mm-hmm. help. That is something that stops people from heading to our medical facilities, such as our hospitals and emergency departments. This is great news. Yeah, it is. So we'll see kind of what happens next. But it's it's a big relief, I guess, for a lot of those people. And they've been super... Um, Active. They've got a Facebook group that they've been keeping everyone updated on. There's been a bunch of rallies for them to try and just get some government support, I guess. Is that what it's about, that, that the government's had to step in and give some support to this medical centre? Well, we're not 100% sure yet. We just know that the provider stepped away. There are a, quite a few MPs who've come to the Greenpoint Medical Centre to kind of say that they're in support mm-hmm. and they're kind of willing to help, but it is also one of those things where it's not exactly looked after by the state government. Yeah. Right. Well, good news, I guess. And hopefully that process of trying to get new providers into Mm -hmm. the Greenpoint Medical Centre is fast and rapid so that people can get the medical attention they need. Absolutely. Good news, Tessa. Good news. The Diamonds have won their netball test uh, against South Africa in Hobart. They've won that in two games. (laughs) They've still got another one coming up. Um, earlier this week on Tuesday. It was a 62 to 52 point defeat on Sunday and that makes 45 straight wins for Australia (laughs) over South Africa in a row. They've just taken out the World Cup, the Constellation Cup. The Diamonds are absolutely killing it. They absolutely are and I started to think about this on the weekend when I saw that the Diamonds were playing here at My State Bank Arena, which is fantastic for all netball netball fans. It was great to see a massive crowd there too. Maybe Australia, given our domination, needs to have two teams in the competition as far as world championships. No. (laughs) (laughs) We're just that good. We are so, so good. Tessa Randello (laughs) from the Triple M Newsroom. Thanks so much for the update. Skin and Wellness, Holistic Skin Clinic, providing experiences and real results. And the Tasman, a luxury collection hotel, Hobart. It is your time to shine, Hobart. We are looking for you to give us your 30 minutes of fame with Triple M's 30 minutes of fame. All you need to do is head to triplem.com.au, upload a 90-second video of yourself showcasing your talents. The most impressive entries will join us here on Triple M for your very own 30 minutes of fame. It is your chance to show us what you've got. Get on the radio. And get on the radio and showcase your talents. But not only will you get 30 minutes of fame on the radio, you get 30 minutes on air live on the radio. You will also, the one lucky winner 
will get a pretty amazing package tube. A VIP experience thanks to the Tasman Hotel, the Tasman Luxury Hotel Collection Hotel in Hobart. Brilliant. If you've ever been there, it's amazing. The Deco Lounge lounge where I went for the Hurricanes launch Mm -hmm. is like a little taste of that. It is beautiful. In the old Treasury Building on Davy Street. You can Beautiful. see it sitting up there. It's just, it, it just that's luxury. Isn't so it? you get a night there, dinner at Pepina, drinks at Mary Mary, plus thanks to White Sage Skin and Wellness Holistic Skin Clinic providing experiences and real results, a nice little treat yourself pamper package. Pamper package. We love a good pamper package. We like, we, we want to treat you. Absolutely. But the key is that you get to come on the show and showcase your talents. As a breakfast show announcer with Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. How good would that be? So just head along to triplem.com.au and upload a 90-second video telling us your best story or telling us why you want to be on the radio here with me. Yeah, you can get as creative as you like, put as much into it as you like. Um, the, The most creative winners and the most interesting people will get 30 minutes of fame on air. How good is that? All thanks to Triple M and thanks, of course, to the Tasman Hotel and White Sage Skin and Wellness. It's Triple M Breakfast. We have an appointment with the Triple M prize wheel. Every morning before 7am, we give one lucky listener to spin the prize wheel. And today, on 13353, we have Philippa from Brighton. Good morning, Philippa. Oh, look, good morning. How are you going? I'm feeling very lucky. I'll tell you what, Philippa. I love your energy. It's pre-7am and you are up oh, and about. Gosh. For a Monday. I don't know how, but yeah. Yep, all good. Did you get through <laughs> the weekend? Day. Got through the weekend okay, did you, Philippa? Um, yeah, no, pretty quiet this weekend, actually. It was nice. A couple of walks, watched the cars. Nice. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's good. That's, yeah. That's, are you, you got kids, do you, Philippa? Yeah, look, I was just always in the car, running them around. But, um, yeah, how things you've got to do. How old are they? Uh, 18, 16. 18 and 16, and you're still yep. driving. Don't they have licences? Well, the last ones are ready to go very soon. <laughs> okay, excellent, yeah. excellent. Mum's taxi. What do you do for yeah. a living, Philippa? Um, I work at Tazports. Excellent. A wharfie? Yes. Well, yeah, kind of. Although wharfie days are behind me. But no, just I'm um, looking forward to all the cruise ships coming in this year. Of course. That's not yes. too far. Well, the, we had no, our well, first one. Well, they've already in. started. Yeah. yeah. So we've got lots to come. So they had, a bit, on. they had a bit of trouble getting one in on last Wednesday with those winds, didn't they, Philippa? A little bit windy, but they got to tie it up. All good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right. <laughs> Philippa, it's great to chat to you. We've spun the wheel already. Do you want to spin it again or are you happy to take what uh, I've... Look, um, look, just whatever you got. Go. Well, I'm just looking at it here. It's number 53. Oh. I should have worked this out before we put our microphones on, <laughs> rather than wasting time. You have won yourself... Dino's Pizza Vouchers are valid at Dino's Pizza Claremont. Open seven nights a week for pizza, pasta and desserts. A night out on us, Philippa. And you know what? We are an avid Dino customer. We're there all the time. That's awesome. Brilliant, Philippa. (laughs) Well, there you go. The next meal's on us. Congratulations. Uh, That'll come in very handy. Thank you so much. Have a great day. I love Philippa. Genuinely one of the heroes of Hobart right there. Absolutely. Well done, done, Philippa. Great work. 
tell us about your weekend, Ray. What happened? So I went, my friend had a Halloween party for her birthday. Okay. For starters, before we go into that, I am anti-Halloween. Are you? Yeah, I just think it's an American holiday that we just don't need. It is, but it's also fun. It's fun to dress up, no doubt. Yes, so I dressed up as Cher Horowitz from Clueless. I don't know who it is. Okay. Of course, you don't know who it is because no. you've never seen any movie any, ever. Um, <laughs> but I had just some little platform lace-up shoes on. Okay. And they weren't high. They were fine. I've learnt my lesson. You don't wear high heels out of the house. What are we talking? Show me <laughs> on your hands how high. Okay, Not high. so maybe an inch. Yeah, maybe an inch. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't super high. And... Basically, we, the party started off at my friend's house and then yes. everyone was sort of saying, do we want to go out and have a bit of a dance? And you know yes, me, you I'm quite a homebody. I like to stay at home. I don't really... With your cats? With my cats. <laughs> I don't really go out very often unless it's to sort of an event. Yes. And But I thought, thought you know, yep, let's do it. Let's go out. Let's go for a boogie. I was feeling great. And I hadn't had... I'd only had a couple of drinks. I was drinking responsibly. I wasn't super intoxicated. And walking... We we were going to the Hanging Garden and walking across Murray Street Tubes. Okay, the Murray Street entrance. Yes, yep. Thankfully, I was holding my husband's hand. Slight hill. Slight hill. And as I stepped off the curb onto the road, I slid. These shoes had no traction in them. Ah. I slid, fell on my butt. Yeah. Smashed my phone. Oh, no. Rolled my ankle. Oh, dear. Pulled somehow. The sole of my shoe was hanging off. <laughs> I had to go into the hanging garden and tape it up. It was a whole ordeal. I've sprained my ankle. It's, uh, it's, it's not a good time for me. No. But I think that I've kind of learnt my lesson that maybe I am better off staying at home. <laughs> it's triple M breakfast. Right now, we've got an update from the Bureau of Meteorology and meteorologist Jenny Horvat joins us. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, guys. We had a little bit of rain on the weekend in Hobart. What uh, what sort of numbers were we looking at? So in the 24 hours up until 9am yesterday, just having a look at the gauges there, in Hobart um, itself picked up 4.6, but it did get up to nearly 10 millimetres up around the, the Franklin area. And that was sort of some of the, the highest falls, even across the, the state. Didn't have to go too far out in the south there, North Boomerang picking up around 14 millimetres. So, yeah, a little, little bit around. Of course, that's down further south. I know there was some thunderstorm yeah. activity on the southwest. Did we? Did we get that through the southern Tasmania area? Yeah, look, a little bit moved through. Um, wasn't too much um, around. So, okay, well, that's good um, But news. that's where we're, we're seeing some of those higher totals through there. Yeah, so. of course. What are we expecting this week? Yeah, look, we've got a couple of fronts coming through. The first one moving through um, today and the next one probably early tomorrow morning. So a little bit more shower activity expected, maybe not as much as we saw over the, the weekend, but we can see those showers um, starting to come through this morning. Just having a bit of a look at the radar. They're in the far south at the moment, so they're not too far away. So a little bit coming through during the day. So it'll be a little bit hit and miss, a little bit of a band to come firstly, um, and then, yeah, settling back down to not too too much through there. Looking at the top temperature of 18 degrees for today. A little bit cooler tomorrow with that secondary front coming through. That's bringing um, a bit more of a cooler air mass. Temperature on Tuesday around 16 
degrees um, and still expecting to see a little bit of shower activity with that second front through there. But as we head into the middle part of the week, things should dry up with a high pressure system out to our west, still maintaining a bit of a, a west-southwesterly airstream. So temperatures around 21 degrees for Wednesday, 20 degrees on Thursday. Then we've got our next front moving through on Friday. So that temperature right back down to 15 degrees and still expecting to see some showers around with that one. A little bit hit and miss with the showers over the weekend. Temperatures of around 17 for Saturday, 19 for Sunday. Jenny Horvat from the Bureau of Meteorology. Appreciate your time and thanks for the update. No, that's right. And I'll just let you know we do have um, strong wind warning out for our coastal waters today, uh, apart from the um, lower east coast. Let's get some tube spin on sport. Well, I tell you what, there's not many times that I head along to Blunston Arena and I'm not shocked. It's been a fantastic Sheffield Shield game. Tasmania took on Queensland in the four-day format of cricket in Tasmania. First-class cricket here at our doorstep at Blunston Arena. And let me tell you, it was one of the all-time great chases I've ever seen. Tasmania bowled out for 150 in their first innings. And then Queensland declared and set Tasmania a target of 432 runs. Mm -hmm. Now, to give that some context, that's never been done at Blunston Arena before. Oh, wow. Never have they, never has Tasmania chased 432 to win at Blunston Arena. So it's never been done before. They resumed on day four, which was yesterday, at 2 for 88 with Jordan Silk and Charlie Wakeham at the crease. Some early wickets fell. Charlie uh, Jordan Silk got trapped LBW for 19. Charlie Wakeham fell for 56 of 132. Again, LBW. And then in comes Matty Wade and Bo Webster. They put on a 164-run partnership to get Tasmania to four, 5 for 322. That brought Brad Hope to the crease. Then Mitch Owen came out. And he got caught cheaply. Then came Frog Freeman. So, Brad Hope and Frog Freeman. Brad Hope's an all-rounder. Froggy Jared mm-hmm. Freeman is an off-spinner, but can hit him. He's yeah. not traditionally your batter. He's number. He's your number eight. Okay. Actually, number nine. So he's your number nine. They put on a seventy-five-run partnership, and Tasmania win the game. An unbelievable run chase. This is what Xavier Doherty, who was my Mm co-commentator with Peter Newlands, this is courtesy of cricket.com.au, but Xavier Doherty, a Tasmanian off-spinner from Georgetown, talking about Jared Freeman before he hits a six to win the game. We're now within one shot. It's Peter. Correct. Which Jared Freeman is well and truly capable of. Correct. And no doubt it will enter his brain at some stage in the next 30 seconds. I don't have the capabilities that Jared does to hit a six, so I would be trying to take this as late as possible, but he is a clean striker of the ball, Jared Freeman. So he needs to back his eye. He hits hard and long down the ground. That's going to be a boundary, is it? Is it? It's a six. Oh, my goodness. How about that? You would not believe it. He has lifted Sandu over long on for six to win a game. At six o'clock on the fourth day, Tasmania has chased down 432 to win a game. And they've won it with eight balls to spare. Incredible finish. Absolutely unbelievable finish. The fact that Xavier Doherty has called that is unreal. I managed to catch up with Jared Freeman after the game. Jared Freeman, how did that feel? 
yeah, that was pretty special. I always thought we were in the fight. I always thought I could be the guy to go in there and do it. I wanted to be out there and it paid off. What was the message at the start of the day today, coming in at over 300 to get? Do you think the message was clear for the boys that it was doable? 100%. Chuck Wake can come in last night. He was obviously out there. And he said, bring that winning mentality, and that's that's what we brought. And luckily enough, we're, we're out there winning today. So always in the fight. Bellary is a great place to battle on day three and four. So whatever the target, you're always in the game. The partnership between Wade and Webster to bring it back into Tasmania's favour. What was the feeling amongst the boys when that was happening? Uh, you need big partnerships on that last day, whether it's the runs or ball's face to get you an opportunity like we had tonight to really go hard at the end there with wickets in hand. So important. And when they were out there, we had full confidence in them and, yeah, paid off. A record chase for Tasmania that you were a part of. You are out there with Brad Hope. He's a pretty quiet guy. What was he saying to you? I've never heard him scream like that, like he did at the end there. He's pretty pumped. That's pretty special, you know. He's, he's looked good the last few weeks. He's had some tough outs, but... He's really starting to step up, which is great. Xavier Doherty, a boy from your hometown of Georgetown, said just before you hit that six to bring it home, it would have flashed into your mind that you can hit a six to finish it. Did it? Yeah, yeah 100%. I sort of, I thought, if the fields are up straight, I'm going to try and get it, and luckily enough, got it. So, how good. Got a bit of confidence here. What does it mean for your group? That's great. We're, we're two two wins and a draw in the Shield, which is, you know, some people probably thought we'd, we'd lost a few big names, so we might be... Lorenzo, what we're, we're hanging in there and we're going really well. So hopefully that continues in the Shield stuff and the one-day cup take a bit of momentum. Well, congratulations, Froggy. A great end to a great match. Thank you. Absolutely unreal. Tasmania end up winning by three wickets. It's triple M breakfast. Peter Forty Ford, Australia's number one entertainment reporter, joining us live. Good morning, Forty. Oh, good morning, guys. Yeah, wasn't that a real shock yesterday when you saw the news come through about Matthew Perry? Yeah, it was. Was it a shock to a lot of people who knew him? Well, yes and no. I mean, I was shocked at first, and I thought, oh, maybe it's one of those internet hoax things, only because the last several years, there's every reason to believe that Matthew was clean and sober, and we still have no reason to not believe that's true. I mean, it took him a long time to get to that place, but he finally did. You know, he'd been in and out of rehab clinics for 15 years, and very expensive ones too. He reckons he spent about $9 million just on rehab facilities. And oddly enough, the thing that finally got him across the line was somebody sent him a copy of the Alcoholics Anonymous book, a free book. You can ring up in Hobart today and get a copy sent to you. And that was written back in 1939. And that was the thing that really got him to finally be clean and sober. So in that sense, it was a real, really, really sad sad thing because he wanted to be a voice to help other people get to that point where he'd got to. What was his major vice, Forty? Alcohol. Yeah, I mean, I think he gave everything a go at different points, but uh, and he was pretty big on the prescription painkillers as well, but I think, as I say, everything had a, a turn, but it was alcohol was his major thing, and he actually, well, it actually traces his issues with drugs going back to when he was a baby, like literally a tiny baby, 30 days old, and his parents took him to a doctor because he had colic and this doctor prescribed a 30-day course of barbiturates on a 30-day-old baby. And and he reckons that was the point where, in his brain, it got lodged that you can take things to make yourself feel better. Have we heard from any of the cast of Friends? No, we haven't. And I think what they will probably be doing, and it's going to take obviously a little bit more time to coordinate it, is a group statement. We've heard from some of the other supporting players from Friends, like Maggie Wheeler, who played Janice, 
Um, we've heard official statements from producers and things, but I think it'll be a joint statement from the other cast members who all absolutely adored him. If you saw the Netflix reunion special about two years ago, that was really well done, and there was a great affection between them all, and that's not always the case. But a lot of his troubles he wrote about in his book last year, which came out a year ago exactly, called Lovers, Friends and the Big Ugly Thing. And the big ugly, ugly thing was his addiction issue. And uh, oddly enough, he talks about the fact writing the book was easy, but then when he actually had to do the audio version of it and say it out loud, it was almost like a, an out-of-body experience. This is Matthew Perry talking about that. Then when I had to read it, it was much, much harder and much more sad because my life has been a difficult one. And I was honest in the book about that. And when I read it, I thought to myself, man, what a hard life this guy's gone through. And then I realized it's me that I'm talking about. That's even the way he talks about that, 40, is somewhat sad. It is, but it is, you're right, but he had got clean and sober mm. at that point, and, and I think he was going to continue to be a very powerful voice in that space of talking publicly about addiction, particularly alcoholism, because he could do it in a very raw, honest way, and even and still have some humour, so it made it accessible for people to know, yeah, let's talk about this, it's okay to talk about this, and in fact, this is an example of him actually walking the talk. Mm. His home in Malibu, right on the beach, he turned into a halfway house for alcoholics. Mm. Now, you can imagine how thrilled his neighbours were about that. But nonetheless, he did it. So that's somebody who really wanted to make a genuine difference. And in fact, in the book, at the final chapter of it, he says, I know when I die, everyone's going to go on and on about friends, and that's fine. But I hope they also talk about alcoholism and the fact that I really want to make a difference helping other people. Yeah, absolutely. And any of our listeners that are struggling with alcoholism or drug use can contact the Alcohol and Drug Information Service on 1800 250 015 24 hours. Peter Forty Ford, always good to chat to you. Thanks for the update. Thanks, guys. See you. Things are progressing with the state government's plan for Macquarie Point with CEO of the Macquarie Point Development Corporation being announced recently. It is Anne Beach and joins us in the studio now. Good morning, Anne. Good morning. It's great to have you in the studio. You've been actually acting CEO of the Macquarie Point Development Corporation since July last year. How has this announcement of you officially being the CEO long term changed things for you? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. We've got a lot to do on site and this just allows us to settle down and focus on the next steps. So what are the next steps? Well, this year we've done, uh, in the last sort of 15 months, we've done a huge amount of work getting the site ready. Uh, we finished the last piece of remediation from the original site just last week. We had a huge number of trucks coming up and down Evans Street, removing some um, soil that we excavated. So the site's essentially re remediated. We've got one last piece to do, which we'll be doing uh, next year. We've just had a tender close and people will be able to see a fair bit of action on site over the summer. So there'll be a huge amount of uh, movement on between Evans Street and Tasman Highway where that whole section will be excavated and brought back down to ground level. So what is that next step? That is the excavation process of that area. There's a bunch of things that'll be happening. So physical works will be that excavation, which will be the last bit to get the site ready. Um, we'll be finishing off and finalising our precinct plan. We've got consultation open until the end of November and we've got a huge amount of work to do to be progressing the multi-purpose stadium on site. When will the public see the plans for Macquarie Point? 
Yeah, so we've released our draft raising plan. So it's available at macpoint.com um, and really encourage people to go and have a look at that. We're um, seeking feedback on the plan that we've put together. That's open until the 26th of November and then we'll be finalising that. It does include a site plan, um, has a huge amount of information about the history of the site and what we've got planned for it and the key zones. So I know that recently the Macquarie Point 2.0 Stadium uh, plan had been released recently. How much of that comes into your thinking as Macquarie Point uh, Development Corporation CEO? Yeah, well, I think the key thing to take from that is there's a lot of private sector interest and there's a lot of interest in what a multi-purpose stadium can do for the site and people are really keen to see the site activated. The The idea is um, it's a great, I guess, concept and it shows some um, potential about what can happen, but it is just a concept. So we're focused on what the site can accommodate, what we need to deliver. And we're working through at the moment the user requirements for a stadium. A stadium is a really complex piece of infrastructure and it's not something you can just kind of have a concept and then adjust. So we're coming from it from the other way. So understanding what the history is, there's some key Aboriginal sites we need to be really careful of and get that ready. So we'll be looking to have a concept design over the next 12 months. So the concept design for the stadium that is that and that's yes. what I'm that's what I'm talking about. So within the next 12 months Tasmanians will see concept designs for the stadium. That's right. Okay, well that's good news and that, and I think that's what a lot of people want to see because the precinct plan is one thing, the design of the stadium is another. How come you haven't given that Macquarie Point 2.0 the the other proponent that have uh, produced this document. They've got tick off from the council, tick off from the RSL and some other key stakeholders. How close are you to having that tick off from those key stakeholders? So they've got um, support for an idea and a concept. It kind of shows the visuals. It doesn't have the design, it doesn't have any of the approvals and it hasn't been worked through how that can actually be delivered. There are some challenges with the proposal around its integration with the port. Um, there's some key Aboriginal sites along the shoreline there that are problematic and some of the transport things uh, don't quite work. We've come at it from the other way to try and understand how we can make a stadium work really well as part of the city, as part of our transport network and as part of our key heritage. So instead of starting with a drawing and then working back, we're starting with what do we need to deliver and then getting the best design possible to accommodate those needs. Is there enough room down there for what you're proposing? There's absolutely enough room. We've spent a lot of time working with Stadiums Tasmania to make sure we've got the right size footprint. So it's around 236 metres by about 232, I think. It absolutely fits. We can keep it within the site. We can avoid hitting any of those sensitive areas on site. And there's a huge amount of opportunity for the other developments that can happen on site as well. Something that differs between your plan and this um, former Premier Paul Lennon's proposed Regatta Point plan, the um, Stadium 2.0, is the private sector input. Are you? Is that something that you're considering? So um, private sector investment is going to be a critical part of our site. There will be a number of zones that we've set out in the precinct plan, including a residential development where that will be critical. There's the Antarctic facilities and there's also the mixed-use precinct. They will all encourage and will be taken to market to give opportunities for investment in the site. Well, a huge job ahead of you in the next few years. Anne Beach, the CEO of the Macquarie Point Development Corporation, thank you so much for giving us your time here on Triple M. Thanks for having me. That's the way you do it. It's the ultimate state showdown. For Tazzy Trivia. For creative homes, $50,000 first home builders boost. 50 grand first home builders boost on now by creative homes. That is creative's $50,000 first home builders boost. Could get you into a brand new home 
with an additional $50,000 to help you along the way. That's pretty good deal. Unbelievable deal. But right now we've got 100 bucks, which is a pretty good deal. All you got to do is answer two questions. We've got two contestants on 13353. Good morning to Rachel in Moona. Good morning, guys. What's happening in your world, Rachel? Uh, I've just done school drop-off and I'm home for the day today. Home for the day. That sounds sensational. What do you got planned? Uh, not a great deal, too, because I've got a bit of a back issue, so that's oh. why I'm home for the day. Oh, yeah. very good. Well, I hope you're on the mend <laughs> soon, Rachel. Can you test your buzzer, please? Right. Well, hopefully 100 bucks might make that back issue feel a little better, Rach. <laughs> All right, Rachel from West Moona, you are taking on Kirk from Richmond. Morning, Kirk. Morning, how are we? What's happening in your world, Kirk? Uh, I just dropped the kids at school. And, uh, yeah, not much. Go and try and do something. Okay, any plans, Kirk? Nah, little as possible to be honest. Oh, that sounds pretty good. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty good. Maybe a hundred bucks will excite you and get you doing something, Kirk. Does that sound all right? That sounds all right. All right, test your buzzer, please, Kirk. Kirk. That's it. All right, here we go. Two questions correct gets you a hundred bucks cash. Thanks to Creative's fifty thousand dollars first homes builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Question number one: The first of TT Line's two new ferries, the Spirit of Tasmania Four, was launched on Friday night from the dry dock in the country it was being constructed. What country was it? Was it A. Sweden or B. Finland? Kirk. Kirk, just. Just. Uh, Sweden. Incorrect. Rach, would you like to have a guess? Well, we're going to go Finland. Thanks, guys. Correct, Rachel. You've got halfway to a hundred bucks. Question number two. Jared Freeman, who hit the winning runs for Tasmania in yesterday's Sheffield Shield, is from which Tasmanian town? Is it A, Georgetown, B, Snug? Kirk. Kirk. We'll try Georgetown. Kirk, that is correct. He is from Georgetown. Brilliant stuff. All right. We are halfway to 100 bucks each. We've got a tiebreaker now. Which Tasmanian MP is currently out of action due to a bulging disc? Is it A, David O'Byrne, B, John Tucker? Kirk. Kirk? David O'Byrne. Incorrect, Rachel. We're going to go the other one, guys. Thank you. That is correct, John Tucker. Hey, Kirk. There's no question about your buzzer, Kirk. It is flat out. No, it's, it's on, but it's just, uh, yeah, 50-50. <laughs> it I, didn't, didn't have any, I didn't have anything. I had any idea about really, do I? <laughs> well, I, I like how you guessed. And every time, I don't mind it, Kirk. Brilliant stuff. That is fantastic. Rachel, you've won yourself 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's 50000 to First Home Builders Boost on now by Creative Homes with assistance from Kirk. Um, what, do you, what do you want to do, Rachel? Do you want to take the money and run or do you want to come back tomorrow for 200 bucks? No, I might take the money and run tubes and do something about my back with that. That is... So I think that is a perfect idea, Rachel. Rachel from West Moon, well done. Triple M Breakfast. Thanks for listening. It was a good show. It was a good show. I had good fun. I I really feel like... I, I didn't say this in the interview, but I really feel like... Do they know what they're doing at Macquarie Point? Because I feel like this just everything is just taking so long. It's been decades since anything's been done at Macquarie Point. Yeah. Well, they've got their their plan on the website. Yes, but they don't have any design for the website. So there's a difference between plan and design. Right? I think they've got the design. It's just we can't look at it yet. Yeah. Well, give us a look. Stop yeah. holding off. Give me a sticky beak. Yeah, I wouldn't mind just a little sneak peek. But anyway, 
that was a, a reasonable interview. I think Anne Beach has got a massive job cut out ahead of her. And of course, we as Tasmanians all feel like we have ownership over that. Yeah. So it would be a very difficult job. So, you know, and I'm always said this from the start that a stadium was announced for Macquarie Point. I am worried that we won't do this properly. If we're going to do it, let's do let's it do and it right. do it right. Let's Absolutely. not make this a half-assed attempt at something. Mm-hmm. Let's do it and do it properly. Yeah, I completely agree. On tomorrow's show, Tubes will be broadcasting live from Launceston. You're heading up today, Tubey, for the WBBL. Yes, I'm heading up to the Hobart Hurricanes for their big match against the Thunder. Um, broadcasting live from Lonnie. You'll be back here in the studio. Yeah, though. you're ready. not taking me on the road with you. It's a bit rude. Ready and willing to take all of your calls <laughs> on one triple three five three is the number to call between 6 and 9am. Or you can text 048 1073. Catch you tomorrow from six. Treat yourself. Bye. <laughs> Treat yourself. Maybe. I think you should. Every day. Okay, bye. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.